It's like, hey, bro, you remember if you're 12 year old and you do this and then you become 18 and you think back about this and you get a boner, you're going to jail. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Gideon the Gopher. I am Dax. And today we have a very super special guest, Ryan. Special and he is always here. Right? Right. I like being here. Yes. Existing, that is. <laughs> I like existing. All right. Yeah, existing is fun. Ah. But not existing. I, I, existing sometimes I'm pretty is sure that would be, yeah, be pretty legit. Yeah. Once we get old enough. All right. Now, today, we are going to be talking about uh, the scarring moments of our past when it comes to old movies. Or even maybe series. You know, those moments that you saw as a child that were like, Whoa, I'm going to talk about this to a bunch of random people on the internet years from now. <laughs> yes. That actually got me scared a little bit when you're talking about scarring moments from our, you know, childhood stuff. I was like, whoa, where are I? No, no, not no not the ones that'll get the police involved okay. and all the questions and the family members crying. I'm talking about you're just you know, like my uncle. Uh, Sorry, carry on. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) The one who told me I had to get the police involved, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I don't think I had an uncle. Huh. I did not have an uncle growing up. You don't have an uncle? I did not have an uncle. Do you want an uncle? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to be your uncle? Well, I mean... (laughs) God. Uh... (laughs) Well, there goes everybody or anybody who's actually listening to this. <laughs> uh, but we get a whole new clientele as long as we keep it going. Yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. People into this. Yeah. Uncle fetishes. Oh. I wonder if that's a thing. Is that like a? Oh is there a term for uncle fetish? Uh. Girls out there, let us know. Is there a term for uncle fetish? I know South Park coined it. Uncle fucker. Ah, uh-uh. remember. Shut yeah. your fucking mouth, Uncle Fucker. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Uncle Fucker face, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there, there is a good cartoon with nice scarring content. Oh, Jesus. I don't think uh, South Park ever really scarred me, though. It was more like uh, awakening to new ideas and thoughts. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they scarred me. See, same with Family Guy. Family Guy never really scarred me with anything. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what did. Family Guy is definitely just was like, oh, I remember that, or yeah. oh, I relate to that. It's it's definitely tied a lot uh, into my own humor. Very much. And South Park was always more like, oh, yeah, it do be like that. <laughs> yeah. And then... Yeah. I guess Futurama is the only thing... Like, that's the first fucking cartoon that comes to mind for scarring me for some reason. Oh, well, everyone knows the reason. It's the dog. Fucking dog. Stupid fucking Seymour. <laughs> ah. Yeah. They did that shit on purpose. Oh, they... They really did. And part of me wonders if, like, uh, the whole reason they didn't bring him back in the end was they just didn't want to have another character to deal with. Mm-mm, maybe. I mean, they did random shit like that that, like, fucked with you... Motions, anyways, like, uh, 
they did the whole thing like Fry went ice fishing with his dad and his dad's treating him like shit the whole episode and you think his dad's just a horrible person but then at the end you realize he like loved him so much and it's, you're like man why <laughs> don't make shit or real the, yeah well I think that was after Seymour then they started like really liking the idea of Fry's past and then they started doing like oh what about his brother it was his brother, then his father, then his mother was the last. Yeah, because the brother with the nephew. Look of yeah, the luck of the Fryrish. Oh yeah. See, I don't. I completely blocked out the name of the Seymour episode and all that. I feel like it has okay. something to do with fossils. Yeah, Jurassic Bark. Jurassic Bark. Yes. Uh, oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forget what the rest of the story was about. Yeah, it was like oh. something about that type of material was like super rare or something. Dolomite, baby. Yeah, and it was like uh, the with Bender, and Bender was feeling left out or sad or whatever. Yeah, I'm 40% Dolomite. <laughs> Dolomite. Uh, no. Dolomite. Actually, I lied, though. Fucking the show that scarred me way before Futurama did uh, was a show I had no fucking business watching growing up. Uh, fucking like, well, are you afraid of the dark? Ah, ah, you're going way back. I forgot about yeah. afraid of the dark. No, I'd say Goosebumps probably got me more than are you afraid of the dark, though? Goosebumps with that fucking puppet, man. Oh, yeah. Goosebumps. Well, I mean, then they, those were all just like weaker versions of Tales from the Crypt, right? Exactly, and that was what I was gonna say. So, like, I was, that's what I was about to tell you is like, so I watched Tales from the Crypt when I was way too young to be watching Tales from the Crypt, and that actually might explain a lot of my fucking anxieties I have as an adult now. Because I was everyone like, that watched Tales of the Crypt watched it way too young. I was like seven or some shit. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And my sister is older than me, and she loves scary stuff. So guess who was in the room with her? Right. And uh, that's kind of what happened to me too. And that my sister also watched fucking unsolved mysteries. And I'm like, why are you doing this to oh, me? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she oh, was like, fucking me God, one day. What was the unsolved mysteries? Like I can almost. I feel the theme song in me somewhere, but I can't for the life of me remember it. I still remember the guy's voice. That's and then he went to do the voice for the FBI guy in Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you have to remember that theme, right? Because that theme was so creepy. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I can't remember it. And but it's in me. We've blocked it out, is why. <laughs> yeah. But no. Uh, or and then of of course, uh, even from then, if you want to even go further back, uh, Twilight Zone. You know, I didn't fuck with Twilight Zone a whole lot because I, I already knew from, like, my dad and people talking about it. I was like, if it's freaking out these adults, I'm not fucking with that show. I I saw some. They were really, like, hit or miss sometimes. Sometimes they were really goofy, and other times it just, I don't know. I guess one person's goofy is another person's, like, living nightmare. Yeah, exactly. I think like the first first one I saw was uh these like alien brain things were coming down from space or there was one 
and it was coming down uh and this like person's mansion area right and it was up to the people in the mansion to defeat this thing and there was one guy the older guy that was like super intelligent and they managed to outsmart the alien the alien was like sucking out people's brains to become smarter or something nice right and, uh, I remember like they would turn the body over and there'd be a hole in the head and I <laughs> but uh I just remember what fucked me up with that one so much, right? Was after they defeat it and everything, they go back into the main house and the the super smart guy's uh, sitting there. And he's like, you know what? Out of all of this, there was one thing that I I forgot to think of. One thing that they outsmarted me on. And they were like, what's that? Why would they only send one alien? And he turns, and there's a hole in his head. And I was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Uh, That reminds me of the Futurama episodes with the brains. I wonder if Futurama just got all their, like, a lot of their ideas from watching old uh, Twilight Zones. Oh, I guarantee, like, all the old uh, sci-fis and uh, Twilight Zones and stuff. Yeah, because they had their own Twilight Zone in the show called uh, The Scary Door. Yeah, the scary door. Oh, wait, but no. What's this? Wait, I'm sorry, what are you saying? No, I was wondering, the scary door, was that part of the one with the thing longer? <laughs> I think they talked about that. Like, they talked about the scary door there, but no, like, that wasn't... The, the thing longer was its own thing. Okay. It was very similar, like, concept, though. Yeah, the, they did the scary door randomly. And it was just like, okay. it was just pop up. Like it wasn't like, it didn't have any, sometimes it didn't have anything to do with the episode. It was just like, they had these little like cold opens or whatever you want to call it. And it was just, that's what you got. And you're like, what the fuck? Welcome to the scary door. <laughs> Imagine you're chewing something and then you're listening to the radio and you hear something vaguely mentioned about the scary door. It's like, what? Scary door. <laughs> but no, the so what I was saying before, like before I went on that tangent about fucking other shit that scarred me, the earliest right. animated show that I can remember scarring me is actually Spawn. Oh, well, yeah, of course Spawn. Spawn was like specifically designed to be scarring. Yeah. Like, and I, again, I was watching that shit when I was like nine or ten. And yeah. Ooh, and. <laughs> Wasn't that on HBO, right? Yeah, it used to come on HBO. I had no business watching this shit. But yeah. That's somehow we did anyway. That somehow we did anyway. Like uh I don't know. Our parents were too trusting of <laughs> life or something. I don't know. Uh, no, I think like uh our generation, like uh a lot of the raising of us was just sitting us in front of a TV or sitting us in a room and like don't fuck shit up. We'll be back in the day. True. True. And it was. But I remember a lot of alone time as a child, too. Yeah. There's a lot of alone time. And then, like, even if you weren't, like, alone in the house, like, as long as you weren't bothering the adults. Yeah. 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 That was, that was big. The adults doing their thing. Don't bother us here. Sit in the room. And then I'm sitting here fucking. I don't even remember. I think I think Spawn came on at midnight or some shit on HBO. 
So here my dumbass okay. is at fucking midnight watching Spawn. And yeah, oh god, I don't even remember the first episode I saw, but it had obviously something to do with the Violator. And then I started like I'm, watching wow. the show, and then the part that scared that scarred me for life. Well, actually, there were so many parts, but the part that stuck with me was his fucking daughter, man. Like, oh yeah, she got molested and then chopped up, and he found her body or something in the fucking trash can, all chopped up. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There was no happy ending there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what was so jarring, right, is the fact that we grew up where the hero always wins, everything's always good. And then you see those moments where, like, oh, a girl gets raped and chopped up, and then you that forces something in the back of your mind to make that sudden thing of, like, oh, yeah, that happens in real life, too. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> And I think that's what's scarring is that sudden realization that, oh, yeah, all this terrible stuff that I'm seeing right now has also really happened. And then it's on top of it. It wasn't just like, <laughs> so this is going to sound horrible. It wasn't just a girl being like raped and then brutally murdered and cut up and tortured and all that shit. It was a mm. fucking child. Like that was like, yeah. And it was some fucking clown guy in a ice cream truck or some shit. Yep, and I don't even think he tortured him enough. I kept thinking to myself, he did not torture that guy enough. (laughs) Like, fuck. But I think he killed a guy. There's there's, would never be enough. Yeah, but I think the idea was he sent him to hell or whatever, and then he would be tortured forever there. But still, man, that's not fucking enough. Yeah, that's why I remember the movie coming out, and I was like, this is uh, vastly different. Yeah, and then um, what? the cl- whole evil clown rapist thing was based off of what's his name? Oh, uh, the real guy. Yeah, I don't remember his name though. I think he he was the one that really spawned that whole evil creepy clown thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of shit, uh, but yeah, that that's the earliest animated show I can think of that fucking scarred me. Was that uh, shit? And then, and what about um? It'd be rough if we start adding in the old animes as well. Ooh, like Akira. Akira, yeah. Uh, I was even thinking the Giver. Ooh, Giver, the bio suit Giver, mm-hmm. like the original ones of those was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Didn't they make those into like real real life movies here? The Giver things? I don't know. Uh, possibly. I know they did like the Power Ranger. So it was like a, a dark twist on the whole Super Suit Power Ranger type thing. Right? Yeah, right. But it was... Huh. I, I, I don't know if they did a live action. That sounds like something Netflix would do. <laughs> no, I remember watching this old show. The guy was like kind of like Power Rangers, but he wasn't. And I, I feel like it was Giver. It wasn't a show, though. It was a movie. And I think they did, like, three movies. It may have been completely unrelated to the to the anime, though. Uh, possible. I mean, I'm sure it has a bunch of, like, spinoffs and everything like that. Yeah. I remember growing yeah. up and watching, like, a lot of animes that were, like, happy. And some of them were all about love and shit. And people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, I've been scarred by so much horrible shit. <laughs> I need this in yeah. my life. Like, just let me fucking... 
Let me balance it out. Yeah. Let me watch what uh Tenshi Muyo. Yeah. Actually uh, I I got in on uh it's a super like on like underrated, but D N Angel was Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah, my yeah. shit. I loved that. And it was only like twenty five episodes, but that was my shit. I remember watching all of that and I don't remember a damn thing about it right now. Uh, it was opposite. So the angel guy was perceived as the bad guy. And then there was some other guy who was an actual like angel. It's like a dark angel and a light angel. The light angel actually ended up being the, the cunt of the show. Well, of course you have to throw in the twist there. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like the main character was in love with, and there, and these are like 12 year old characters, by the way, or some shit. Well, again, that's going back to the Western versus Eastern thing. But, uh, like, the main character's true identity was in love with, like, this one chick. And that one chick had a friend or a sister who liked that main character, but he liked the other girl. And then, at the end of it, he ends up like, I don't remember. Not to, like, fuck it up for anybody else. Yep. Oh, yeah, spoilers for (laughs) Dean Angel. Yeah. (laughs) For all the DNA Angel episodes, you're gonna go watch. Which, if you do, you totally yeah. should. <laughs> I I just want somebody to create like a blackboard outline of everything that you just said. This guy's friend's real personality's chick was in love <laughs> with another dude's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally follow it was that. Like, yeah, because part of me was like. Yeah, it's anime, okay. <laughs> but another part of me was like, what? Because <laughs> uh, remember, he wasn't, uh, when he transformed or whatever, it was like a different person. He didn't look the same anymore. Oh, yeah, like Yugi, right? Yeah. His transformation. Where he becomes a little bit taller, somehow. Oh, you just reminded me. You remember Yu Yu Hakusho? <laughs> Yu Yu, what? Yu Yu Hakusho? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. He was like a ghost, wasn't he? Uh, For a while. Which was, I guess, like the early version of uh, Danny Phantom? Basically. Basically. So, yeah, he died early on, and then, like, (laughs) he wasn't wasn't supposed to die. Yeah. Because he was a dickhead, but he did a good deed, and everyone was like, no one thought you were going to do the good deed. Uh, so they gave him a chance to revive, and they turned him into the spirit detective. Yeah. Then he has to go to the tournament. After that, he fights in the tournament. And he awakens up his demon blood, because he's really the offspring of one of the oh, yeah. three kings of hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Right. And he was, like, totally okay with demons eating people. And he was like, yeah, you know, people got to eat. <laughs> I remember remember that stuck with me, <laughs> that, that idea. Like, uh... <laughs> that was your scarring moment. Wait a minute. Yeah, the, if we're talking about that, of, of all of you, you Hakusho, show, that, that kind of stuck with me. <laughs> people got to eat. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh yes. Well, then. All right, all right. I, I still want to talk a little bit about um, Tenchi Muyo. Oh yeah, Tenchi Muyo. Did yeah, you yeah. watch that? Uh, I I watched some of it, but I don't think I ever finished it. 
Well, the scarring thing for me there was that there was like eight different fucking versions and I have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking that about? Might, like, that might have been what, what was hard or why I didn't watch it. It was hard to follow. Yeah, because it was like Tenchi Muyo, then Tenchi Muyo Tokyo, Tenchi Muyo blah, blah, blah. And it was always restarting. That was like the American style of fucking Batman just redoing it over and over and over again. That was Tenchi Muyo. They just went over, back, 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 back. And it never finished. Nothing was ever resolved. And it was so angry. That was the worst. <sighs> yeah. The white-haired uh, Ryoko? Ryoko. She was the best. Yeah. Yeah, number of course, one. Of course she was. Ah. Uh, we, can't, we can't start talking about, like, our geeky anime video game crushes, because that's going to go on for too long. Well, it's true, but, I mean, they're also, I guess, scarring. Not really scarring moments, but budding young blossoming moments. I don't know, man. My my. All I had a thing for Misty. Misty. Oh, ha! I was like Misty. What the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, it clicked. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Misty. I never had a thing for her, but I did have a thing for the. I don't even know her fucking name. The. Uh, the nurse lady, Nurse Joy. 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 Yeah, Nurse Joy. I forget yeah. what the police officers were called. But... Oh my god, the police officer too! Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Those two are those two are mine. Okay, fair enough. But uh no, I I have a clear type because my the like my biggest like video game anime crush has always been Tifa. Tifa? Tifa. Ah uh, yeah. That's she's back in the day. Blocky she, boobies. Even those blocky boobies, man. And then seeing like the new the new version of her, I'm like, oh I'm so happy what you guys did with her. You <laughs> you did so much justice. <laughs> Now watch what I do to her. <laughs> no, no. Don't watch. You're going to want to look away. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Who is your, like, all-time crush? All-time? That's that's difficult. I can't really think of, like, an all-timer. Because, I don't know, for me, uh, like... I think I go from, like, the extreme sometimes. What do you mean? Like, um, for the art style or whatever, like, give me a, a, the giant, huge titty woman, like, from the new Resident Evil movie, uh, thing, right? <laughs> the like, village, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 like a huge, big titty mama, uh, and then also, but sometimes, oh, the Tom... Boy, one like Claire, also, uh, like oh, yeah, like so, like the 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 extremes, like the middle ground for me is more just meh. But whatever, if there's a feature that's like taken out of proportion, like uh, the that I I'm a feel more attracted to. Hmm. Does that make any sense? It does. So you'd be more of an Aerith person than a Tifa person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. when playing the when playing through Final Fantasy, I found myself more attracted to her. Interesting, interesting. Not that she's not that there's anything wrong with her because both of them. Well, she's dead. But well, I mean, spoiler alert. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I keep playing the new game, and I'm like, oh, man, I know she's going to die. I don't want to do this anymore. But but then again, you know, they know that you know that they know that she dies. So maybe they'll fuck with you some other way. Exactly. And then, oh, she lives. Ah! <laughs> but I doubt it. My favorite thing about that was always like, <laughs> Cloud just drops her ass in the water. It's like, really, bud? You're not going to... You're not going to try a fucking Phoenix down or something? Because I, 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 we've used a bunch throughout the uh, game here, bud. <laughs> right. Uh, there was there was some other uh, other things that was interesting about that. Another one, uh, somebody pointed out that dead bodies float. Yeah. She sank. She sank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it might be possible she was still alive, and that's why her body sank. But... Uh, you, you know the reason why that happened, right, in the game? Uh, what do you mean? I think it was part of, like, the creator, uh, when he was the, the people, or I forget the main guy, when he was making the game, during that process, his mother died. Mm. Right? And so in the game, when you, like, after Aerith dies and everything, it just sort of picks up and you have to keep going. Mm. that was his sort of feeling about it it was such a strange thing for him to have this huge event happen his mother passing away this big life-changing altering event but the next day you know it's just life goes on keep going yeah so i thought that was pretty beautiful because i i remember that in the game playing there it was like this huge event and then it was just like that's it. I just, I, there's no going to be, I'm not going to have a big boss battle with Sephiroth right now and do all this shit. And this isn't like into the game, you know, territory. I'm not at the end here where there's going to be something big and I get to revive her again. No, nothing. Wasn't I that like the halfway going? marker too? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And God, especially since I, Spent all my time leveling her up and giving her all the good gear and everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, that fucking pissed me off. And here's the fucked up part. Like, I've played through Final Fantasy VII, like, countless times. And even though you know she's going to die, you still can't help but to keep her on your team and build her up. Right. And it's like, fuck, I, like, <laughs> she's an awesome healer. Yeah, she's super good. Ugh. <sighs> Uh, scarring moments. Oh yeah, another scarring moment. There you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely stuck with me for years. That's what they wanted. Oh, oh. By the way, uh, did you ever get into the never-ending story? No. No, you. You don't know the movie. I don't think so. Ah oh, man. The one with the giant dog dragon? No, I never got into it. I don't know. No. I know what you're talking about now. No, I did not. Okay, okay. Uh, Falcor, I think his name was. Yeah, I'm the, I, I heard that yeah, shit the, was... I heard that shit was rough. Uh, well, for the most part, it was pretty... It was cool. Like, I love... Uh, there was, like, a certain era back in the 80s and 90s when they were doing a lot of the puppetry 
mm-hmm. right before CGI took over and everything. I love that look, right? Where they, they had all these big puppet characters and all that type of stuff. And it looked fantastic. But there was the scene with the horse. And it was rough. It was awful. Just slowly watching the horse sink into the uh, bog and die. Yeah. Yeah, I forget why, like, it was like the bog of depression or something like that. Yeah. But it was very, like, now now that I'm older, I look at it and they're very, like, oh, I get what they're hinting at here, that depression sinks you down and makes you unable to move and crushes you slowly. Yeah. You have to do your best to get out of it. Oh, okay, I get it, but the fucking horse died, man. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you ever, did you ever, like, actually read the Harry Potter series? Uh, no. I, I watch, I don't even think I've seen some of the ending Harry Potter movies. You know, I... just never really hooked me. It didn't me at first either, but, like, after everybody around me kept reading it, we listened to the book on tape, and that's what actually helped me get into it, because someone else was doing the reading for me, and I didn't have to watch the movie. And, okay. man, there's some shit that happens in that that I'm like, it's just, like, heartbreaking, and you're like, oh. I don't want to... Oh, yeah. And I, I, I guess that's just, like, all good stories have that shit. Yeah, they gotta have that moment, the sensitive moment. But... I, you know what was the big thing with Harry Potter that made it where I just, it just took me out of the whole thing? Hmm. Was the wizard battles. Like, all you needed to know was Avocadabra. What was it? Uh, Avocadabra? Uh, Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra. That was it. The kill spell. Yeah. And it was just like, throw the kill spells around. And it, it, I guess it simplifies everything down a little bit, but why would you need any of the other spells besides that one? Um, there was, if I remember, three bad spells. That was like the ultimate one because it was death. Yeah, but the it's control also, spell. Okay. Yeah, and then the imperial. I forget what it was called. Um, and then there's another one where it's like. It, like, had you stuck in place, and then you were, like, being, like, in your mind, you were being tortured the whole time or some shit. So there was three, like, really bad ones, but it had something, like, the reason they didn't, the reason, like, average people couldn't just run around doing the death spells, because it, like, it took a lot of energy, I think, or, and I'm gonna fuck this all up, but it was either, it took a lot of energy, or it, like, it killed part of you with it, or some weird shit. Yeah, I could see the kill part of you with it and everything, but... I don't know, like, I was always expecting more of, like, the wizard battles of... I guess I was thinking more of the Eastern style, where, oh, I'm a fire wizard, and I'm a water wizard, oh, I'm an earth wizard, Mm -hmm. and we have our different specialities, and it was like, no, everybody's just the same type of wizard, and you just learn, and... Exactly. At the high high end, you're just killing people. (laughs) What's her name was crazy as hell, is crazy as hell, the, I forget her name, the creator of it. But, uh, oh, yeah, the one where she was like, all along, you, the reader, have been gay. Yeah. So she's obviously crazy as fuck. Like, she's gotten so much backlash, not for, like, the gay thing, but just, like, all kinds of other shit. She's just been a horrible person. 
ah, well, whatever. You have money. Might as well be horrible, right? The story was actually really, it was actually pretty clever. Like, I liked that the most powerful creatures were actually the elves, but they were usually subservient. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was more to it, but I don't know. For me, it, it never really, never really sank in. I don't know why. Even though my birthday is super close. <laughs> July 30th. So sharing it with Neville Longbottom. There was actually a funny theory about that where Neville and Harry Potter, like the story could have easily been switched or flipped. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't Harry Potter, then it would have been Neville because his parents sacrificed themselves. And... It was Voldemort who actually created, who chose it to be Harry by attacking him. Because had he not right. attacked Neville instead, it would have been Neville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, because of child of prophecy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, actually. Yeah, because if he didn't just go around attacking babies, then he would have been good. <laughs> but then what's a life without attacking babies, really? Man, a life is, not worth living, that's... It is storming here. I'm outside in my truck, and it's just like random thunder, random lightning. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. No, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'll, I'll stop. Thunder. Oh, okay. Huh? What? Jumping on. Uh, Brave He's little not... toaster. Did you see Brave Little Toaster? Why does that sound familiar? Because it was about a toaster that was brave. I don't know. I, I hate Did you. You have a brave toaster? I hate you. I must have. Did you ever watch that? I don't think so. But I know. Oh, come I, on, man! You're killing me. I know of it though, but I yeah. do not. I don't think I. I don't think I've seen it. You should actually watch it as an adult. It was one of those things that they thought it was for kids, but in actuality, the guy that made it was just like, "No, we were just trying to make a good film. We didn't care if it was for kids or whatever. We just wanted to make an interesting film. And if you watch it, you'll be like, oh, oh." Oh yeah, that's like fucking. Uh, a... That's like fucking Coraline. Yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember going to the theater to watch that. I forget who I was with, but there was a bunch of kids in there, and they had to like leave mm-hmm. during the movie because they were getting freaked the fuck out. But it was a fucking kids' book, and the book was worse than the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, sometimes books be really bad yeah like i i don't know why the fuck i there's i'm sure there's a whole story as to why Coraline ended up being a kid's book but that shit was not meant for fucking kids right i'm not sure like maybe it was meant for like the teen kids maybe possibly but anyways back to the uh the brave little toaster Oh, yeah, Brave Little Toaster, it had a bunch of, uh, you know, view. So, I like I like that because it was about a toaster, a blanket, I think like a vacuum cleaner, and a radio were your main heroes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, if you've seen Toy Story, you've seen Toy Story, right? Right. Yeah, so very similar, you know, household objects become uh, humanized, and they have to, like, follow their 
human who's moving to college or something and they want to be with him instead of thrown out and all that. And uh, they go on this long journey and everything. And the last bit, they're in like this junkyard and all the cars are like sentient and talking, but the big magnet thing is sucking them up and bringing to the crusher and they're just getting crushed to death. <laughs> it was oh, absolutely brutal. But I love that movie more than I loved Toy Story. Like Toy Story does absolutely nothing for me. I mean, Toy Story in the third movie, they kind of did something like that. They with the toys yeah. being incinerated. Yeah, but just in general, I never really like none of the Toy Stories even remotely interested in me. And I mm. think that's because I was not a toy kid. Okay. Were, are you are you a toy kid? Were you a toy kid? What do you mean by a toy kid? Like where you would have the different figures and things like that, and pew pew pew. pew oh yeah, use I was. that to imagine. I was. You yep. were. Yep. So so that that never really did anything for me, right? Because like if I have the toy, then I need the toy to be. I I need it to be like a video game or a game where I'm interacting with it or doing something. If it's just me using my imagination, then why the fuck do I need the toy? I'll just use my imagination. Extra step. <laughs> yeah. True. So, I, I don't know. I never got that sort of sentimental attachment to these toys and things. So, watching those movies, I got like nothing. Hmm. That's but fair. Watching the brave little toaster throw himself into the gears of a giant machine to stop his um, human from being smashed because his leg was pinned under a muffler or something. You know, I, I was into that. <laughs> that I could feel. Uh, yeah, I feel like my toaster you, would toaster. do that for me. <laughs> yeah. Love you, toaster. <laughs> you good toaster. Was a good toaster. Uh, what? Let me ask you then, what were some of your childhood, like, imaginary worlds that you thought up of? Man, I don't know. Oh, like, God. where did you go to escape in, you, in your own head? Actually, not to get deep or dark, I spend most of my time, including my childhood, trying to escape from my head. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're you're trying to escape your thoughts. Was there, like, a place or a thing that you thought of that helped you get away from your current settings? Not really. So the only way to get out of my head is for me to be doing something. Like, that's what turned me on to being so into movies and animes and cartoons and video games is because it, it pulled me out of whatever craziness was going on in my head because my my thoughts tend to drift toward dark shit and honestly i don't know if that's because of the shit i saw growing up or or what but right i guess for me it's always about it's less about my like, like escaping to an imaginary world and it's more about like trying to escape to somebody else's imaginary world to get away from whatever the fuck my thoughts are doing so 
Okay. For me, it's the opposite. I need to get out of my head. That's actually interesting. So we, we come at uh, that type of thing from completely different angles because I'm, I'm sure we both have our own issues growing up and everything. Mm-hmm. But for me, uh, I would always escape into my own head and just start building a world. If I had something else to think of or figure out, if I had to figure out how this worked, how to make this interact with each other, then I could just concentrate on that and then I wouldn't think of anything else around me. You know what I mean? I could just drop everything off and just focus on building this world from block one. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's how I did it. So yeah, like watching the new, like watching movies or TV shows and everything were, were where I started grabbing ideas from. Because, you know, if if my world started to stagnate, if I started to understand it all, if it was complete, then it's, it wasn't doing its job. So I need to go watch a new movie and, oh, oh, maybe I take this idea and I can change it this way. And now it does this new thing in my head. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I can create, like, stories and stuff in my head. Um like with the the book and all that, I can do all that just fine. But mm. if I'm like, if I'm having a bad day or in a bad place, it's usually not, like I'm not going to be able to pull myself out by thinking about it because the way my brain works, isn't like I need to escape to this world where I can, I can build things because my brain like it goes just really towards like uh that's it's probably anxiety was what's doing it but it goes toward like death destruction emptiness it, it the thought becomes of like sort of like a a, a feedback loop sort yeah. of like yeah and it playing off itself and and whatever like is bothering me in that moment I will pick on it and pick at it and pick at it and make it worse and worse and worse and worse. So whatever, like, so this little tiny problem that I'm dealing with, because I've thought so much on it and I've played out so many different scenarios, most of them negative, whatever world I'm creating right now is just horrible. So for me, it's like, nope, I need to, I need to stop thinking about it. The only way to stop thinking about it is to go pick up a video game go watch a tv show or go do this like like it still happens to me now as an adult where i'll be like sitting here and i'm like oh fuck my brain's like i'm i'm going down a bad path right now and i'll have to turn on something like futurama is my go-to thing for that i just play that in the background and try to zone out with it yeah the zoning out thing Uh, okay okay yeah i just need something to sort of stop the back and forth in your own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Huh. Well, that was an interesting psychological turn. Yeah. It was actually pretty fascinating that we both, like, I'm sure other people out there have the same sort of thing, but it's weird that we have uh, two different minds when it comes to stuff like that. But same problem, just two different directions. Yep. It it is oh. it is really, really weird. 
<laughs> well, don't don't be sad, man. Oh, I'm no. here with you. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> no, no, we're good. I'm Santa. Not. Did you say Santa? The, uh, well, I said sounded, but then you stopped me, so it uh, kind of sounded like oh. Santa. But yeah. Okay. All I, heard was, <laughs> all I heard was Santa, and I'm like, is that a pet name? <laughs> what? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Speaking of traumatizing and Santa, uh, uh, Tim the Tool Guy, Tim running over Santa. <laughs> yes. What's what the hell's his name? I forget what the Tim the Tool Guy. Is. Yeah, Tim Something. Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim the Tool Guy. Yeah. Tim the Tool Man. Yep. In the movie, the Santa Claus movie. Yeah. He yeah. Fucking murder Santa Claus. And then become Santa Claus because he murdered him. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, that was so dark, right? <laughs> that was so fucked. Oh my god, you know what other fucking Christmas movie was fucked? What? Uh, uh, Die Hard? <laughs> yes. No, Jack Frost, <laughs> is that what it was called? The one with uh, Michael Keaton and he became a snowman? Uh, I think I, I only know remember like Jack Frost like the Disney one where you're not talking about Frosty the Snowman no I think the movie's called Jack Frost it's a movie that has Michael Keaton and his family's like he's a like businessman or musician or something he's a musician and he's like leaving his family on Christmas Eve because he's like, I have a gig to do or whatever. And he goes and then he left his kid and his kid's like super bummed out or whatever. Or no, it wasn't even, I can't remember the whole premise anymore, but like he's driving down the road. He changes, he has a change of heart and he wants to come back to be with his family. And he's trying to drive back, but there's like a blizzard happening. He ends up veering off the road and fucking dies on his way home. Uh. And the kid builds a fucking snowman and like names it after his dad or some shit his dad's name i think was jack and his dad's spirit like fucking because like his dad becomes the fucking snowman his dad's spirit enters the snowman and he's like what the fuck's going on so his dad's a fucking snowman now but oh god come time for like you know winter's over warm weather's coming he fucking melts <laughs> yeah that that does sound like some Hallmark movie shit right there. And it's like, I'm sure the premise was he comes back every Christmas, but fuck you, man. Yeah, does he scream the whole time he melts? <laughs> I don't think so, but like fucking, the kid's like trying to keep him cool, and the dad's like melting and trying to tell him it's going to be okay and shit. And I don't even know if they set it up for him to come back. He, that just might be the dad exiting back to the afterlife or whatever. And I'm like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> having his one last moment and everything with a kid type of deal. And what freaked me out about that movie, so so my biggest uh, fear about death, obviously, is the fact that, you know, there's nothing after. Like, what if you die and then that's just non-existent anymore? There's nothing, no thought, no nothing, right? Well, that's pretty cool because then you won't worry about it. <laughs> nope, that's not cool to me. I'm worrying about it right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. But... Fair so enough. that's what freaked me out about that movie because when he like becomes a snowman or whatever, his last moment thinking was when he was the 
when he was in the car accident. And I'm like, nah, son, he's been dead for I don't know how long. Why the fuck is he just now coming out of like, oh, the last thing, like, what the, where the fuck was his consciousness before that? Right. <laughs> That's what you're worried about? Yeah, and then everything else comes along, like, hey, is this motherfucker coming back next year? Or is this kid just going to have to watch his dad die every Christmas? Oof, that would be rough. Uh, Good movie, so, though. Something Good movie. Of, I find it super funny that you picked on that, like, where's his memory between him dying and becoming the snowman? What? <laughs> That's what you're worried about. Uh, but... The, those those type of things always bothered me, like uh, the ending of Magic or whatever, like the song Puff the Magic Dragon. Was, mm. Some people say it's about drugs, and then other people are like, no, no, it's not about drugs or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care about the drug thing. What I care <laughs> about is that the dragon fucking disappears at the end, and it's super sad because I like dragons. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, I hated all of the movies or stories and everything where, at the end, like, the magical thing disappears and it's gone forever. And then it's like, oh, magic is over. That reminded me, like, the snowman thing reminded, oh, the father's back and it's all magical and he melts, which is fucking terrifying and awful. And now it's over. Well, that's what you freaked me out with pointing out the the creatures from... uh. Rick and Morty. What was it? The Meeseeks? Oh, yeah, the Meeseeks. You creeped me out with that. That's what the best. That's, <laughs> that's like both of our <laughs> nightmares combined into one. Yeah. God. I Look miss at the Meeseeks, man. Look at me. Foomp. Oh, he's gone. Ugh. Now, I don't know if I want to give you more nightmare fu- fuel to, to go on, but uh, here it goes. <laughs> my my number one fear and everything is, you know, I don't really believe in a great creator necessarily, like, and I definitely don't think they're really specifically care about humans and individuals. So I'm worried that if we do have a such a thing like a soul or a special spirit or whatever, that it's like the natural world, right? So what if when our spirits leave and we go into the supernatural afterlife or whatever, that we're like instantly gobbled up by some larger supernatural force? Mm. (laughs) Because, you know, like I've always watched like uh, Animal Planet and uh, you've seen the one where the gazelle like gives birth to a baby and then a fucking lion runs up and just eats its ass. Yep. Immediately, right? Yep. Where there was no justice, no greater meaning, no nothing for that life. It was just bloop and then eaten. Yep. And what if that's what's waiting for us beyond the Great Veil is like, poop our soul. And then fucking some soul lion comes up and just rips you apart and that's it. All right, and I think that's where we end the episode. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Have uh, sweet dreams. Maybe uh, uh, something to think about, right? That yeah, it is. That's it's <laughs> that's, uh, that's 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 not cool. <laughs> that that this is especially bad because, like, so I've I've always had trouble signing on to the idea of like you know the religions like oh heaven and hell and all that. Right. And 
everybody's like, oh no, there's an afterlife and there's ghosts and there's this and there's that. And I'm like, sure, I've had some weird shit happen to me in my lifetime where I'm like, I can't really explain this thing. But right, right, right. Do I necessarily believe that means there's an afterlife? No. And and my my argument's always been is is always been this. There were there there's been Jesus Christ, countless people who have died before this time now. And you're talking about some like geniuses like Tesla and Einstein. Wouldn't they have found a way to communicate by now? Yeah, something like there would have been there's billions of people now there's been billions of people dead like there should have be some solid evidence not just mm. like personal experience of you walking home one night and you see something you know what i mean there should be solid evidence gatherable that we would be able to m- measure you know what I mean? And there's exactly. just never been any of that. Exactly. Like, so, you know, if you want to think there's a God, uh, okay, fine. I just don't think it's sentient. I think it's just a force. Mm. It's like gravity or whatever. And it it's doing it its own thing. And it cares very little about us. That worries me. <laughs> <laughs> that worries me as well. Yeah. I wonder how many people we have uh-huh. scarred today with this episode. I hope lots. But, yeah. <laughs> welcome oh, yeah, to like, welcome uh, to our minds. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the sad. I guess the nightmare. <laughs> yeah, ah, mm. the doom. Go watch mm-hmm. a movie. <laughs> yeah, go watch a movie. Go do something happy. Pick up Inuyasha. Yeah. I don't know. Do something. Pet, Just go pet stare at Tifa for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, might do that. Tifa or Misty? I can't stare at Misty anymore. That's inappropriate. <laughs> kind of fucked up, right? <laughs> I th- She's aged know, with uh, us, hasn't she? <laughs> I, I hope, I guess. <laughs> but that's a that's a weird thing to think about, right? All the like childhood characters that you kind of had a crush on when you were younger uh, that are that they never age. So, what happens there? <laughs> we don't we don't talk about that. that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Nobody does. No one has the guts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are the things you can't stare at anymore. You're right. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> and then like, it gets even more confusing because, like, uh, you watched uh, Labyrinth, right? Yes. That was the one with the fucking, yeah, crazy ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. The puppets and everything. Yeah, exactly. I, I fucking I love that movie, especially again at the end because it answers that magic is dead thing because it isn't. It's like, well, if you ever need us, call and like she calls and, and so it ends with all of the puppets and all her friends like chilling out in her room and it's like, cool, cool, magic was real and it's still around. Thank you, but yeah. the girl, that girl, huh? Jennifer, Jennifer, not the the what's her name, Jennifer. And fuck, I forget her last name, but Jennifer. <laughs> like the Man, real life I character had a crush name? on her. Uh, then no, I think the real life actor. Her name is Jennifer. I forget what the character's name is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Not but, Hudson. Um, 
man alive did I have a crush on her when I was younger. Yeah. But she's a real person. Mm-hmm. So she did get older. She did. And yeah, still. <laughs> very, still. very beautiful. Very, I think very. she even had like a, a deal later on. I've Maybe you've seen it like she was in another movie or something like that where she was on one of those little riding horses outside of like a supermarket or whatever. And she was undulating back and forth and ah. Mm. But I think in that situation, she was like only 16 or something like that. So now it's like, I remember seeing that when I was younger than 16 and thinking, ah, but now I'm fucking in my 30s. (laughs) How do I feel? What's the legal documentation on this? Yeah. I mean, but you can't really think about it like that, though, because you were of age at the time. That's like. Right. That's like if you start thinking about like how old you were when you first saw a girl naked and then like, oh, does that still turn me on sometimes? You know, like that it gets weird because it's your experience and you were of age at the time. So I don't know, man, that gets really weird. Yeah. It's not something you like to think about, right? No. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Sex is bad, okay? Yeah. Oh my Jesus! Way to ruin everybody's uh, everybody's highlight reel they have. Way to ruin it all in one fell swoop. Right? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, if you're going, if people listening right now are going through their own mental highlight reels of things, they're like, "That was super sexy," but wait. That was that girl when I was fucking 15 and she was 16 and she let me see her boobs. I I can't be sexually aroused by that right now because I'm too old. But I wasn't (laughs) when I was there. Am I just remembering the horniness or am I just being re-horny? Oh, God. (laughs) If I go rub one out now, does that make me... Oh, God. (laughs) Do I need to join a registry? (laughs) Uh uh, like, yeah. Turn yourself over to the police. <laughs> Try to explaining <laughs> what what happened. Then that officer sitting there like, oh fuck, fuck. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, chief, chief. <laughs> we have a problem. We up to the chief's already in the cell. <laughs> we have a fucking problem here, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> Supreme Court justice, we need you to decide. <laughs> what is the rule of the land? Okay. Ah. I don't know, man. Well, Considering the U.S. age of consent for fucking Tennessee was, what, 14 years old? I think Japan's like four, 13 or 14. Well, in the past few years, I think France just fucking started one because they had a nine-year-old get pregnant. And then they were like, huh, maybe we should have an age of consent. And they set that shit to like 12. And I'm like, what? the fuck (laughs) well because (laughs) there was two groups of people one was like maybe we should change the age of uh uh the age of consent and the other group was like hot (laughs) so then they just decided on 12 (laughs) (laughs) jesus (laughs) well i mean right There's something and wrong I think with us, for, as a species. Yeah, I think for Japan, there's, like, some more rules. Like, they just, like, the, you can't be, like, 
so old and be with the 13 year old. I know like teachers, you can't be a teacher or anybody in, uh, um, any sort of official working with children because then you're using your influence over them. And that's like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Fucking brilliant move. I mean, we have, uh, we have that, those rules here too. Yeah. And like the I statutory rape know. rules and all that. Yeah. But as long as there's two 12 year olds banging, that's totally okay. Apparently. It's not really. <laughs> it's not, but <laughs> it's you know, not. You know, they, they shouldn't be criminally punished for it, but they should really be told and explained a few things before they get in trouble. <laughs> they shouldn't be taught abstinence is key. Yeah. It's, that, like, that's uh, not fucking working. it's like, hey, bro, you remember if you're 12 year old and you do this and then you become 18 and you think back about this and you get a boner, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, we're talking to the Supreme Court Justice right now. <laughs> we're ironing out the details. Yeah. <laughs> All of us are going to jail, but. (laughs) 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 Mm. Uh, All right. I I think we've hit about the the one hour mark here, and I think we're ending on a much more happy, funny note. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yes. This This episode was horrible. Place to stop. I hope that uh, (laughs) us talking about this has scarred you as much as we are scarred. Yes. Yes. Good times. <sighs> All right. Uh, this has been Calvin and the Cat. I'm Dax, and uh, our special guest is. You. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. You understood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>